From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. In the news for week commencing July 17, board member and WIA secretary Peter VK8ZZ. Our new director VK2TSG, WIA's amateur radio news editor-in-chief, or as we like to call him, our poet laureate, VK2ZRH, Roger Harrison, and contest manager for WIA's VK Shire contest, Diane VK4DI. So join us for more action than the state of origin. I'm Graham VK4BB. The monthly meeting of the board of the Wireless Institute of Australia was held during this last week. At that meeting, it was confirmed that the WIA had placed an order for a batch of foundation manuals to replenish the current stock, which is now down to less than 20 manuals. The new foundation manual has been updated and contains a wealth of information for prospective amateurs. The board were also keen to see the updated foundation manual introduced as there has been a decline in the number of examinations and subsequent licences issued in the last few years. This is in direct contrast to an increase in the numbers of new amateurs in both the USA and UK. The board of the WIA are working with other internationally recognised national amateur radio organisations to improve the acceptance of Australian licensed amateur operators to expedite acceptance of applications of temporary reciprocal licences for Australian operators visiting overseas destinations. Also, the board has reviewed a report on the progress of the preparations for the World Radio Conference to be held in 2023. There have been a number of virtual preparatory meetings leading up to WRC 23 in which the WIA has had active participation. The World Radio Conference is held under the auspices of the International Telecommunications Union every two or three years and sets all of the international radio regulations and ratifies banned usage for the entire spectrum for all countries. The Amateur Service is represented at the World Radio Conference by the International Amateur Radio Union and the Wireless Institute of Australia as the peak body for amateur radio service in Australia is represented at the WRC. Also, just advice that the National Office is currently finalising the awards and certificates for those recipients named at this year's annual general meeting and we hope to have all of them out by the end of this month. This has been WIA Secretary Peter Clee, VK8ZZ. This is Stephen Green, VK2TSG, one of your new WIA National Directors, having started after this year's AGM. I've been told that there's an interest in hearing more about the background of our new members, and therefore, I thought I'd tell you a little bit more about myself. Bringing newcomers into amateur radio is one of my passions, which has led me to bring several groups of people to foundation training, clubs, radio activities and more, taking the example of the person who introduced me to radio. In joining your national board, I wanted to increase understanding, transparency and representation, particularly in bringing your perspectives to the group. To that end, I'm happy about the efforts that the board have been taking behind the scenes to progress improvements to your WIA. I'd also like to hear what is important to you as our fellow members. I am based at the foot of the Blue Mountains in New South Wales and grew up in the nearby western Sydney suburb of St Mary's. Being interested in electronics as a child, I was known for taking apart old equipment to see how it worked, although at an early age, I was not so great at putting things back together. 
Later in my teenage years, I started experimenting with small walkie-talkies and progressed to CB radio on 27 MHz. Having been heavily involved in volunteering, I picked up many skill sets in management, emergency services, patient care, and radio communications. It was as a cadet in St. John Ambulance, where I was introduced to amateur radio by my superintendent at the time, later putting together a transportable radio set for use at events. Among other roles, I am the current president of the Blue Mountains Amateur Radio Club, or BMARC as we like to call it. The team there are looking at getting back to basics to help provide that learning curve needed by newcomers to radio. It is our hope that this will help people keep up their enthusiasm after becoming licensed and pave the way for long-term involvement, but more from me later. If you'd like to drop a message, email via vk2tsg at wia.org.au. I may not be able to respond quickly to each message, so please bear with me. 73s from Steve Green, VK2TSG. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In southwest Western Australia, it can be heard on 160 metres on 1845 kHz at 0600 local time during summer and 0700 local time during winter. I'm Phil, the K6 Golf X-Ray in Kijikana. This is Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine, Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. The latest edition of Amateur Radio Magazine, issue number four for 2022, has been landing in mailboxes and newsagents from late last week. This issue, the theme is about outdoor adventures, amateur radio in the great outdoors, the adventures the pitfalls, the triumphs, the fun and frolics to be had. Justin Giles Clark, VK7TW, tells of mixing his two great interests, bushwalking and amateur radio. What could possibly go wrong? Andy Keir, VK2AAK, first beguiles us with the bucolic nature of radio clubs socialising beside the Great Lakes, before recounting tales from his past life chasing postcodes with his two-metre rig and his pickled onion. Yes, pickled onion. And getting a rare 25s award buzzing Sydney aboard the famous Red Baron Tiger Moth aircraft. And there's more. For something more contemporaneous, the indefatigable Dale Hughes, VK1DSH, relates his experience with some splendour on the grass outside Her Majesty the Queen's home, Windsor Castle, where he got a personal tour of GB70E, one of the special event stations celebrating the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Meanwhile, back in Australia, VK4KC and VK2MET flesh out the theme with their first report on the Dorigo Park Fest, summed up in the introductory verse. "'Twas on the wild Warrigo, where few people go, young Marty and Alan frequented, o'er hills and down dales, on high lonely trails, our portable event hams have wented, to Dangoffle's Lodge, not a friend did they dodge when they slipped into Park Dorigo. Yes. For those seeking a quick drive-in, drive-out amateur radio adventure, Peter Freeman, VK3PF, gives us the skinny about seeking out silos to signal your presence. Aside from all that, Issue 4 offers up all the scores for the John Moyle National Field Day. And to boot, the winner of this year's President's Shield... VK3ER Portable, the club station of the Eastern Mountain District Radio Club, features on the front cover. So, I can hear some of you asking, what happened to the technical content? I'm getting to that. For the antenna aficionados, we have part two of antenna modelling using 4NEC2. And this is where the story really starts. The authors begin their step-by-step guide. 
Waiting in the Wings is Eric VK2VE's practical piece on integrating an automatic antenna coupler kit to a Kodan 8528HF transceiver. It's a great hardware hack for the bevy of Kodan owners out there. Speaking of which, this issue has some leftovers from issue 3. In Homebrew Hacks and Hints, Peter Sumner VK5PJ reveals how to make a straight cut across round tube with a hacksaw, as well as how to drill clean round holes in our jiffy boxes. The Alara column this issue features the fresh face of the new Alara president, Michelle O'Hare, VK2AYL. Admitting she loves the outdoors, Michelle works as an environmental scientist, is active in Girl Guides, has her private pilot's licence and is working on her helicopter pilot's licence. There's more in issue four. That's right, folks. Look out for it. With the sun peeking through the magazine banner. Amateur Radio Magazine, Volume 90, Issue Number 4 for 2022, serving Australian radio amateurs since 1933. Also by the Queensland Government of Brisbane. No, yeah, Clutz, the other script. Oh, this has been AR Magazine, Editor-in-Chief Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Leading this week's international news, the Antarctica Project for listeners proficient in the Spanish language, URE, the Spanish National Association of Radio Aficionados, gave a live-streamed talk Wednesday about a project consisting of a network of remote sensors for research in Antarctica using NVIS, the quasi-vertical reflection of signals in the ionosphere. This research is being carried out by the Ramon Lull University in Barcelona. They talked about the technical infrastructure used in the HF communication project consisting of SDR transmitters and receivers, sensors and antennas. In addition to purely technical aspects, the broadcast also described everyday life on the Antarctic base and all the curiosities that this type of experience entails. The talk in Spanish is on the URE YouTube channel. In Switzerland, Ofcom formalise home construction exemption. The USKA say the essence of amateur radio is that you can also operate transmitters that you've built yourself. The introduction of the European CE certification requirement in Switzerland at the time stood in contradiction to such freedoms. For this reason, in January 2010, Ofcom specified the practical application of CE conformity for radio amateurs in an additional letter. In connection with the new European Radio Directive in 2015, as well as the new Telecommunications Act and the corresponding ordinances since January 1, 2021, Ofcom have adapted the details of the rules to the current legislation and made them official in Ofcom Newsletter No. 429, released June 1, 2022. And to make it short, everything remains as before. The radio amateurs with Hotel Bravo 9 Harrick call signs still benefit from corresponding exemptions, you may continue to build and operate your own transmitters. CE certification is not required for these. Commercially available devices may be modified for personal use. Even devices imported from abroad without a CE mark may be operated for personal use. However, each radio amateur is responsible for compliance with spurious emissions. IARU Monitoring Systems, IARUMS Region 1 Newsletter reports in June they received a new unknown signal in the 15-metre band. 
It was on 2100 3.5 kilohertz for several days with long-lasting transmissions and also received several times around 21122 kilohertz. Although it's probably a radar transmission, as we cannot officially confirm it, we report it as an unknown signal, triple X. TDOA radio locations taken seem to show the area of Iran for this signal. WRC 2023 After the previous WRC 2019 in Sharm el-Sheikh, the next WRC, short for World Radio Communication Conferences, will take place from the 20th of November to the 15th of December 2023 in the United Arab Emirates, either in Abu Dhabi or in Dubai, yet to be decided. Without doubt, the current discussions about the future of the 23-centimetre band will again be high on the agenda. Telecommunications is not a fixed and invariable given, but is subject to change and expansion. Just think of satellites, drones, GPS, 5G and 6G by 2030. Autonomously driving cars, Wi-Fi and many others that use the radio spectrum. Every four years, the World Radio Communication Conferences regulate the global use of the radio frequency spectrum with possible adjustments or revisions for the geostationary satellites. Two years before the conference, the agenda has been finalised with the agreement of the majority of member states. WRC 2019 captured what needs to be discussed with WRC 2027. WRC 2023 next year is already covering part of that. In news from Region 2, Sable Island, Charlie Yankee Zero Sierra D-Expedition new dates. The March 20th to 29th, 2023 Sable Island, Charlie Yankee Zero Sierra D-Expedition. The Sable Island CY0S D-Expedition team was informed by Parks Canada Sable Island would need to reschedule the D-Expedition from the fall of 2022 due to a large six-week project Parks Canada has on the island beginning on October 1st and going to at least mid-November 2022. After discussions with the Sable Island staff and D-Expedition team, we agreed on March 20th to 29th, 2023 for the Charlie Yankee Zero Sierra D-Expedition. Finally, after seven years of planning, they've assigned dates for the D-Expedition. Let's hope they don't change after all that time. Any news from Region 3? A laboratory in Tokyo is the scene of some innovative work on a transceiver able to receive power wirelessly at the same time it sends and receives data. Scientists at the Tokyo Institute of Technology believe the 64-element millimetre wave band phased array transceiver could become the first of its kind that no longer is dependent on cables, plugs or batteries. The IEEE Spectrum article said the research was unveiled at an IEEE symposium in Hawaii. The transceiver, which has a 64-element phased array of antennas on its front side, is capable of short transmission distances and is able to receive power from a fixed direction. It also contains a circuit board on the back where four RF integrated circuit chips are wired into one of four quadrants containing the antennas. The initial goal for the transceiver is to be used in 5G services. After DC, power generation is increased. Scientists hope to find a way for the transceiver to be used with battery-free devices tied to the Internet of Things. There's a new prefix on the air, located in IARU Region 3. Following the official marking of the return of the former British colony of Hong Kong to the People's Republic of China 25 years ago, ITU Operational Bulletin reports the allocation of the new special prefix 
Victor Romeo 25 for hamsters located in Hong Kong. For VK1 WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there, and ham ready operational news. Remember, it's a contact sport. Now, contest-wise, 2022. RSGB IOTA contest is July 30, 31. WIARD or Remember State contest weekend closes at the 15th of August each year. 2022, it's Saturday, Sunday, August 13 and 14. Alara Contest, August 27-28. DX Window The large collection of QSL cards in Les Nobel's DX website has been updated. Amongst the 16 different galleries, there are cards with the 10 most wanted DXCC entities between 2012 and 2021, and the 62 deleted DXCC entities, and special stations commemorating the ITU and IRAU. Now my foreign play to list out for are... A special event station in New Zealand is marking the 90th anniversary of the New Zealand Association of Radio Transmitters. South and Branch 37 by using the call sign ZL90GQ since July 1. It lasts just one month, July. Hadrian's Wall Special Event Station. There will be two special event stations, GB1900HJ and GB1900HW, running throughout the year to commemorate 1,900 years since the building of Hadrian's Wall. QSL via Lopic of the World and Clublog OQRS. Danish DX Group celebrates 50 years. The Danish DX Group, DDXG, was founded May 27, 1972. To celebrate the 50th anniversary, Special Event Station OZ50 DDXG is on the air until December 31. Radio amateurs around the world can obtain the anniversary award by having contacts using CW, phone or digital modes with the anniversary station OZ50DDXG. The anniversary station may be contacted once in each band and with each modulation type in every month. Each approved contact counts one point. Friends, PC2F will be active as PF01 Max until the 20th of November over the 22 Grand Prix weekends of this year's FIA Formula 1 World Championship. July 24 is the next F1 race, the French Grand Prix. For PF01 Max, you QSL via PC2F, either direct, via the Bureau, Logbook of the World, or EQSL. In Ingham, I'm Felix VK for FUQ, and I'll leave you this week with Shire's Contest News and Contest Manager, Diane VK for DI. This year's VK Shire's Contest saw the fantastic total of 56 logs submitted, including two from ZL. The results for the contest are now published on the WIA website with a link to download the winner's certificates. The results and statistics are also on vklogchecker.com. The efforts of Mark Hillman, Victor Kilo 3, Oscar Hotel Mike, for his work in producing a current VK Shires Excel spreadsheet prior to the contest and producing the new Database 3 file to work with VKCL for correct scoring was invaluable. My thanks to Alan Shannon, Victor Kilo 4, Sierra November, for producing the UDC for N1MM, as well as the excellent log checking software. Alan provided me with training to use the software. Alan's assistance is very much appreciated. Those who used N1MM would have realised the program was scoring high. Once again, someone found the solution. Thanks to Laurie Mew, VK5 Lima Juliet, the N1MM UDC for 2023 will score correctly. It is due to the dedication and support of these three hams that the contest was such a success. And now to the winners. Congratulations go to 
in the single operator section. First place, VK4 Victor Oscar. Second place, VK5 Lima Juliet. And third place, VK7 Charlie. Single operator 10 watt section. First place, Victor Kilo 7 Kilo Papa Charlie. Second place, Victor Kilo 3 Tango Oscar Sierra. And third place, Victor Kilo 3 Charlie Whiskey Sugar. In the multi operator section, first place, Victor Lima 4 Radio. Second place, Victor Kilo 3 Foxtrot Romeo Charlie. And third place, Victor Kilo 2 Alpha Tango Zulu. In the single operator rover category, first place went to VK2 Yankee Whiskey. Second place, VK3 Tango Charlie Papa. And in the first place single operator 10 watt rover section, VK3 Victor was the winner. In the DX single operator section, first place went to ZL3 Golf Quebec. Second place, Zulu Lima 3 Victor Zulu. Thank you to all of those who took part and submitted a log. A full report has been forwarded to AR Magazine for publication. This is Diane VK4DI. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Bruce, VK3FFF. And a very good morning to you. Worldwide, special interest groups, Beacons. The reversed Beacon Net has recently undergone a facelift, now featuring a more graphics-orientated webpage. It started in 2008 as a humble DX skimmer, readable via text-based Telnet servers, then added a web-based version with a world map and overlaid contacts and spot filters. Initially conceived as a tool to check propagation, it has changed the contesting scene. The webpage is at reversebeacon.net with a link for downloading the newest version, plus very readable instructions on how to get the most out of this service. Worldwide Special Interest Group, Military. Now, a popular CW net that went silent two decades ago has found its voice in one amateur who is looking to revive it. He is looking for hams with MK123 transceivers or any spy radio equipment, including homebrew. Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, speaking on Amateur Radio Newsline, shares some of the intrigue. Colin, F5VHZ, remembers the great days of the spy set net that attracted hams at the Bletchley Park Radio Club, GB2BP. Back then, the rig of choice was mainly the MK123 radio. The hams held CW net, special events and even a bit of chat. Colin recently posted on the QRZ forums that he hoped to find like-minded amateurs who will join him once again in calling CQCQCQ Spicet Net, adding call sign. Any CW speed is welcome. Colin's love of history and old radios dates back to his home-brewed crystal projects as a child and a memorable visit in 1964 to the British Science Museum where he saw a World War II radio transmitting text from China's Chairman Mao in RTTY. He got his licence as F1HIC when he moved to France, then returned to the UK in the 1980s, becoming G1YEB. He joined the Bletchley Park Radio Club, and after... 
Passing the CW test, he became M5AET. He was part of the first SPICET net operating mainly on 3.514 and 7.028 MHz. The net fell silent over the years, but Colin told Newsline, I have decided to try and kick-start the old SPICET net back into action. Of course, it will be on the old frequencies. With a nod to a little espionage history, Colin adds a final thought. You can make up and send your own secret messages, as in World War II. Like a string of messages, Thomas's bike has a puncture. Mary has found a blue rose. There are owls in the wood tonight, etc., etc. It's all a bit of fun, and yes, even a little intrigue. I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. Thanks, Jeremy. And no doubt Colin hopes he spies others who are interested. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Digital, New WSJTX Version. WSJTX implements communication protocols or modes called FST4, FST4W, FT4, FT8, JT4, JT9, JT65, Q65, MSK144, and WSPR, Whisper, as well as one called Echo, designed to detect and measure radio signals reflected from the moon. These modes serve to make reliable, confirmed QSOs under extreme weak signal conditions. There are a couple of noteworthy additions in the new version 2.54 and in the first of the next release, Candidate version 2.60, introducing a direct dial button for the FT8, FT4, MSK144, Q65, JT65 and FT8 Hound mode, adding band hopping plus an improved decoder for FT8 and Q65. The new version can be downloaded from the servers at Princeton University webpage. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Final Frontier, NASA Podcast, Amateur Space Radio. On episode 251 of NASA's Houston We Have a Podcast, Courtney Black describes the amateur radio program that connects astronauts in space to people and students around the globe. Along with jam-packed days of science and maintenance, astronauts aboard the International Space Station dedicate some time to connect with people on Earth. It can be by an IP, Internet Protocol phone, to call a family member, a televised event to connect with media, or amateur radio to connect with students. Amateur radio on the International Space Station, or ARIS, helps create education opportunities that inspire students to pursue careers in STEM-related fields, that's engineering, math, science or technology, by having the opportunity to talk to crew members in orbit. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, YOTA. The goal of YOTA is to welcome new and young amateur radio operators to our hobby. We live in a world where communication is being digitalized in a way that we are almost unable to keep up. In times like this, it's important to convince people about the importance of our hobby. Together with other youngsters all around the world, we can make the difference and give our hobby the future it deserves. Yoda is creating the next generation of amateur radio enthusiasts, bringing new energy into the hobby. Recently, 80 youngsters from 27 teams in IARU Region 1, 
met in Bankyard in Bulgaria for the 8th edition of Youngsters on the Air Summer Camp. It seemed to be a terrific week full of diverse activities concentrated both on the theory side and practical applications with many fun activities. For VK1 WIA National News, I am Alec, VK2 APC in Sydney. Now back over to you, Bruce. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ILLW. ILLW on track for 25th. 200 entries have just clicked over for the 25th anniversary of this event held every year on the third weekend in August. Entrants are reminded that the objective of the weekend is to have fun and at the same time highlight the plight of lighthouses that suffer from lack of care and maintenance. Showing the public all about ham radio is also a side benefit. I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F from sunny Bendigo. Across Australia, from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. Here in Campbelltown, it can be heard on a host of frequencies, including 160 metres, 1.845 AM, 80 metres, 3.595 lower sideband, 40 metres, 7.146 AM, 20 metres, 14.170 upper sideband, 10 meters, 28.320. I am Pete, VK2LP for the WIA National News Service. And with that, we've reached the end of WIA National News for another week. On the social scene, you might have noticed last week we did not mention the Mayana Hamfest. Well, that's because, unfortunately, it has been cancelled. But a new one on the social scene, August 6th. Queensland's Redcliffe Radio Club will be bringing you a radio display at Alltronics at Virginia. More details in the local Q News following this broadcast. And they're also bringing you the car boot sale August 20. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.